today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. I mean, moving the minimum wage from $11.40 to 15 bucks that's a big deal. Now, the ministry has said they're not going to do that. That's a recommendation. They said, no, we're not ready to do that. But even some of these other things are going to have an impact on business because they're going to be increased costs. Ian Lee is an associate professor at uh, the Sprott School of Business, of course, at Carleton University. Joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show to uh, talk about this. Ian, thanks for the time. It's good to have you with us today. My pleasure, Bill. Just talking with the folks at the Ontario Chamber about this, and as you know, they've sent a letter to Premier Wynne about this. And yes. and again, to reiterate, uh, they're just concerned about the impact that this has. And as I read this document earlier this week, Ian, as, as we saw this as it was being released, uh, I the first question I had is, well, two things. First of all, yes, there are some legitimate concerns about workplace and the way that some workers are treated in some facilities. But secondly, I don't see this in the context of where the Ontario economy is right now. What's your thought on that? Uh, this is an issue that I have independently been concerned about. I wrote an op-ed and published it a couple of years ago in the Ottawa Business Journal. First, before we get into the issues, I just want to put on the table, because I get the odd email from people saying, you don't know what you're talking about. You've never been on minimum wage. Actually, from the time I was 15 until the time I was 22, I worked in a whole series of minimum wage jobs in restaurants, in bookstores, in uh, stock warehouses. So I had deep experience with minimum wage, and I believe to this day it was those minimum wage jobs that allowed me to get my foot in the door into the world of employment and work, which is the critical importance I have maintained for the last 40 years is the importance of minimum wage jobs. And by increasing the wage to a high, much higher level, all we're doing, and by the way, there is massive empirical evidence of this, we're encouraging companies to substitute, the technical term is substitute capital for labor. So some people say that's really a fancy phrase. Well, the next time you go to McDonald's today or tomorrow, ask yourself what are those kiosks doing when you key in your order? The purpose of those kiosks is to use less workers in the McDonald's. I'm not picking on McDonald's. You go to Loblaws, the ch- automated checkout counters, Home Depot, Rona, any of the big uh, chain box stores, the big box stores. They're increasingly using automated checkout counters. Why? Because the cost of minimum wage is going through the roof. Yeah, because the last time I saw a self-checkout counter, and I was at Home Depot on Saturday, uh, you don't have to pay wages and benefits to them. Precisely. That is my point. So what this is, and I've made this, I've been very blunt, this is a war on low-income people. It's a war. It's, it's done in the name of low-income people, in the name of social justice. And what it's doing is it's ensuring that more of these people will not be hired. What are these people? Those people, such as students, um, young people, and overwhelmingly minimum wage is paid to young people who are just starting out. I put this in my op-ed. The stats are from the Ontario Minimum Wage Commission. And, and so these policies, this is a classic example of the road to hell, is paved with the very best of intentions, and they're producing the opposite, the antithesis of what the Ontario government is setting out to do. It's going to create less jobs uh, for young people to get their foot in the door. And so that's why we should, and, and I don't just mean the, the minimum wage increase, although that's the most, uh, I think, dangerous, but it's these, uh, these attempts by the Ontario government to increase the cost of using labor. And we are uh, uh, going down the road in that respect of the French government, which for the last 30, 40 years went down this very, very road. 
And uh, that is to say, well, they put more and more protections around workers. And some people can say, what's wrong with that? Well, what they did was they created a, two, a so-called dual-wage society. Those people protected by these laws had great jobs, but there's large numbers of people that couldn't get jobs because employers are increasingly unwilling to hire full-time people and have to pay all of these benefits and all of these costs. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.